Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, this is Ibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. I'm also the host of Moms Don't Have Time to Lose Weight, and I'm the editor of the anthology, which you should run out and buy, called Moms Don't Have Time to, a quarantine anthology. All proceeds of that book go to COVID-19 vaccine research. And I'm the editor-in-chief of Moms Don't Have Time to Write, a new publication on Medium, and we're accepting submissions, so please send your personal essays there. And if all that isn't enough, you can follow me on Instagram at ZibbyOwens, and my website is ZibbyOwens.com. Okay, now back to this amazing podcast. Another day of my book blast. Enjoy these children's book, one children's book, one middle grade book. And actually one of them is co-hosted by my children, which you will figure out if you listen to both. So enjoy. Maddie Mara is the pen name of Australian creative duo Hilary Rogers and Meredith Badger. Hilary and Meredith have been collaborating on books for children for nearly two decades and now have come out with the Dragon Girls series. It's their first time co-writing under the name Maddie Mara, which is the melding of their respective daughters' names. Hilary is an author and former publishing director who has created several series that have sold into the millions. Meredith is the author of countless books for kids and young adults, and also teaches English as a foreign language to children. Wow, I wonder how many books you have to write to consider them countless. It's pretty awesome. Meanwhile, my three kids helped out by co-hosting this episode, so it's a little (laughs) non-traditional for me, but I had a lot of fun, and so did they, because the Dragon Girl series is their favorite. So enjoy this funny episode. Welcome, ladies. The team behind Maddie Mara are here to discuss the Dragon Girls. Welcome, welcome. And we have some special guests from my family. Which I, is... I think they already came out May 4th. 
That's right. Wow, you're amazing. <laughs> well, why don't these guys let these ladies introduce themselves, and then we're gonna jump in and talk. Yeah, about the but book what came, came out? Me. The book. The the, the the books. And there's gonna be six, right? There is. Exactly. Yeah, you should do our publicity. You're amazing. <laughs> Know it all. Okay, quickly introduce yourselves before we get. Okay, started. sorry. Hi, my name's Meredith Badger, and I'm the the Maddie part of Maddie Mara. And I'm Hilary, and I am the Mara part of Maddie Mara. <laughs> Hi, wonderful to see you all. Oh, thanks for being here. Okay, as I mentioned, we read these a lot, and everybody has very strong relationships with all of your characters. Oh, My daughter's holding so up your cool. book now to the screen. Wow. Well, why don't you go first and ask? Um, you said something about her being six. What did? You, what were you asking? Yeah. So they're going to be the Dragon Girls Treasure Dragons, right? Mm-hmm. The next three are the Treasure Dragons. I know that because there's something at the back that shows the next book. The exactly. Dragon. I think yeah. her name's May or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. May's the first of the Treasure Dragons. That's right. What do the tri- Treasure Dragons do? Because I know... They just sound like dragons that protect treasure. But why don't, why don't we first, can we just ask them to describe what the series is like for people who are listening now for the first time and they don't know anything about, or if, do you want to just describe what it is no, for them? No, it's no, basically no. Um, a book about uh, three dragon girls and there's mm-hmm. these bad villains in this book mm-hmm. are the shadow sprites. And in the third, there's the shadow queen. Mm-hmm. Did you find her scary? I only read the interesting pages. <laughs> when Which I is all of them, right? <laughs> there are no boring pages. Right? And so it's also about the, every time they get a magic apple yeah. that they mm-hmm. need potions. And when my nanny and me were reading, when we saw the photo of the squid t- thing. Mm-hmm. The giant squid. Yeah, mm-hmm. my nanny yeah. said that's big, and then when she saw heard that it was just the baby, <laughs> she was like, "It couldn't get any bigger." I know, <laughs> but it's still quite a quite a cute little baby. Yeah, huh? this is already huge. Can I see it? But then it becomes huger when you see this. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So, were they were they your favorite animals in the in the book? The the squid was that your favorite? Is this the Shadow Queen? No, that's, that's a shadow <laughs> Do you have any questions for um, me? My favorite dragon girl would probably <laughs> ask me now. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's yeah, pretty cool. Willow was my favorite dragon girl. This one's my favorite. Yeah, Rainbow. Naomi's pretty special, yeah. That's your favorite because you've only seen the cover. <laughs> the cover's great. <laughs> Hold on, my older daughter has a question too. Here. And How did you come up that. with that books? <laughs> yeah, how'd you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Hill, would you like to? Yeah. Well, when we're writing for kids, we know kind of there are two things that we're always trying to do, and that's make sure we create something that kids are going to lose themselves in. So a sort of idea that they can kind of dive into and they can escape real life. There's no pandemic and there's no worries and there's no (laughs) friendship issues. You can just kind of dive in so you can lose yourself. But we also want to do something that kids can find themselves in as well. So that's one of the reasons why each book has a different character so that there are different personalities that you can follow on the journey into the magic forest and there's different cultural backgrounds. So we're always really hoping that that the kids will both lose themselves and and find themselves. And we were thinking about doing a series and we didn't want to do a series on fairies. We thought that fairies are kind of 
they're a bit dainty and they're There's beautiful. a lot of books. There's a yeah. lot of fairies out there. We think that maybe fairies are a bit done. But the thing that we really loved about dragons, which was actually Meredith's daughter's idea, Madeline, so she's the Maddie of Maddie Mara, she said, make them all dragons. And we thought that's actually very cool, like to find your sort of inner dragon because they're such magnificent and fierce creatures and they're really brave. And so we felt like that would be a really exciting idea for girls. And it also says here. What does it say? Read it. Quiet say it. Adeline and uh, Ast- dedication. Yeah. Dedication. So that's our daughters, yeah. So my daughter is Madeline and Hillary's daughter is Asmara. So yeah, we decided to put their names together. That's how we got our pen name as well. So Maddie Mara is our daughter's names, and we dedicated it to, to them as well, of course, because you know, that's the good thing. That's really the only reason why authors have children is that you can then <laughs> pick their brains and steal their ideas. It's so true, <laughs> steal their experiences. I made this for mom at school. That's so cool. That's really nice. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> I posted this on Instagram if you want to get a closer look. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will check it out. Show <laughs> me her video thing. Yes, yeah. you did. You did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Your team. I have the video. Team project. I colored something. Um, okay. Now my son's going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Oh, a question. <laughs> ask a question. Mm-hmm. He's skimming through it. He's, no, he's, okay. Okay. he's going like this. <laughs> I need a fire. I need a fire for a certain page. I know. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> why did you choose a pen name to begin with? Why you find the page? Unless you're ready. Are you ready? Good question. Oh, he found the page. Hold on. It's a treasure dragon. What object does a treasure dragon find that turns him into a dragon? Well, they actually, when they come into the magic forest, it just happens automatically. So they're just normal kids in the real world. And then when they kind of get called into the magic forest, they get called in when the the forest needs them to help them out, help it out. So they get called in and they just automatically change into a dragon, which is kind of amazing. And at first they're not quite sure what's going on as Mina it's like, what's happening here? Why is this giant snake following me? And then she realizes it's actually her tail. And then she's like, then she has to learn how to fly, you know, like you wouldn't remember how you learned to walk, but you know, you have to learn to fly just like you learn to walk. So yeah, they learn on the go, basically. They get in there and they have to save the forest as they're learning how to be dragons at the same time. So it's quite a big ask. <laughs> it's also a good question about the treasure because in in the in the first three books, they may have to make a potion. And so they have to collect mm. the magical ingredients to make a potion. And in the second three, mm. it's more like a treasure hunt. So I'll be very excited for you to read those because they do have to find objects and return them to a magic vault that lives underneath the forest. Did the other three already come out? No, they're coming out, I think, is it October in the US, Mayor? It could be October, I think. So they're all written. They're ready to go. They're illustrators finishing off the illustration. So they're they're ready. But I, I think it is October that they're coming out. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's the funny thing. It's so exciting to see you guys holding the books and being excited about mm. them because I live in Australia and Meredith lives in Germany and the books are not on the shelves here. So And we can't come to America because it's a long way away and there's a pandemic. And so we can't <laughs> pop into a shop or see, you know, we can't visit our little babies sitting on, on the shelves. So we're very pleased that you three are yeah. looking after them. And seem to be enjoying them too. That's great. They 
love it. How's like oh. the weather there? I know that's like odd. See, like, uh, can I? Oh, wait, hold on. it's like 80, 100 I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Look, if you look out my window, look at that. See, it's dark. <laughs> it's because I'm speaking to you from the future. It's Friday morning here <laughs> and it's, the sun's not even up, but I can tell you the future is actually just fine. <laughs> it's That's probably cool. just a big, not daylight savings time, but like in, in Los Angeles, there's a three-hour difference. It's a big mm. time difference. So yeah. uh, my favourite little tea. Can you give, if the, when the books are ready, can you give them my my mom early because I really want for to read them. For sure. Sure. We'd like you to be Absolutely. the first girl in America to read them. My favorite little helper to the Dragon Girls is Unichick. Oh, really? Oh, ah. She's a bit of yeah, a Yeah, Unichick's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But um, Buttercup is pretty yeah. cute too. I mean, they're all pretty cool. Unichick is <laughs> right on the back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted each of them to have their own companion to sort of guide them through the forest. Yeah, just a little helper. Well, when I finished four of us, all of them. And we, our dad well, has done our mom has a dog. So there's technically like a dog for two of us, yes. kind of. Yeah. Okay, so a dog between two, that sounds fair. That's <laughs> like a good way to do it. Twins and we have two little siblings, so at all times we're always paired someone. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got a, everybody's got a buddy. Perfect. <laughs> How did you two end up teaming up to write these books? <laughs> Well, we've, we've got a long history, actually. We know, we've known each other for a long time. I actually met Hill through my sister, who is actually also called Hillary, which is kind of weird. Very so weird. I met this Hillary through my sister, Hillary. And I actually employed Hill. I gave her a job working. I worked at a jazz club and I gave Hill a job as my door girl. So she would take the money and, yeah, so she would say no to people or let them in, take their money, stamp them and, and then she got a job in publishing and we started working together in, in that capacity. So, yeah, we've worked together for quite a few years now and created quite a few books together. So, yeah, it's been a really fantastic partnership. Yeah, it's quite an unusual way of working. And so I said, oh, you've got a microphone. Yes, I want to ask something. I mean, how many children's books have you wrote and how many will you write? Great question. Oh, I don't know if we've written a lot. Yeah, I'm not really sure. How many of the Go Girls books I did think we do? In we the did. End? So the first series that Meredith and I ever worked on was when I was, as Meredith was saying, I worked as a publisher. So I worked in house for the publishing house, and Meredith was one of my favourite authors. And we did this series called the Go Girls, and we also did a series called Stack Power. They were the first two series that we did, and there were lots of writers working on them. But both of those series had 50 books in them and Meredith I reckon you must have written at least 15 of maybe 15 between 10 and 15 of those and the Zacks I probably wrote about four I I actually lose track but I think I've probably written about 30 yeah I think so yeah around about and I'm much fewer because I was I was publishing lots of books but I only moved into writing probably about four or five years ago so I've written yeah, maybe 10 or something. And Mer- this is the first series that Meredith and I have sort of half written, sort of co-written. And mm. one of the things that's so amazing about it is even though we're both Australian, as you can hear from our funny accents, Meredith lives in Germany and I live in Australia. So even before there was a pandemic and everyone did everything on Zoom, we used to work in a similar sort of way. So we would never be up, we would see each other maybe once or twice a year. But the rest of the time, when one of us is sleeping, the other one's working and vice versa. So we we joke that it's like you wake up in the morning and it's like, 
the elves have come and they've made you little red velvet boots and you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, what's happened overnight? It's, so someone's working yes, on them 24 hours a day. Yeah, so it's a, it's a really nice way to work. And the other thing that works really well is that Hill and I are both obsessively fast at getting things done. So we just like, it's crazy. We'll, we'll just set ourselves these crazy deadlines to get them done like before the crazy deadline. We always have to beat it. I don't deadline. know why. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> Is there going to be a Dragon's Girls movie? <gasps> that would be cool. Could you organize that? That would that be totally right? cool. Yeah, we would love that. <laughs> would it be live action or would it be animated, do you think? Animated. Uh, yeah, call. I think it would be. But yeah. I'd like both too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the dragons in the live action would be a little scarier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they could be a little bit scary. I think they're kind of like they're impressive. You know, they're big and strong and powerful, but they're not. I think they're just they're yeah they're, they're not more scary, brave but they're than scary. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Weird yeah. scales and weird eyes. And <laughs> but they're magnificent. Yeah, it's like they've got armor on and they're yeah, glowing they're and they're strong. Is there ever going to be a dragon boys? That's a good question. Dragon Boys. We did actually talk about that at one stage, didn't we? About having another forest that had the Dragon Boys in it and that, you know, there might be a bit of rivalry maybe or they might, you know, make friends with each other. It could be part of the same forest. Dragon Boys and Dragon Girls could meet. You You could talk to our publishers. Again, I think you've got a good role as our publicist here. (laughs) How many are going to be in the series altogether? Just the next three? (laughs) So far. I think it's probably just a matter of seeing how they go. If everybody responds like you three, then I think we'll be doing some more. Oh, you've got a question. Go for it. Go for it. Another question. How many Dragon Girl books is there going to be? That's what I just said. Well, we hope lots. That would be nice. Yeah, we'll be busy, but that would be cool. How many do you think? Um, a billion. 50 sounds 50. good. Yeah. 50 would be a, That's good, a really good number. number. Let's yeah. aim for 50. I'll finish this book so I can read the other book. And then the other, and then oh, the other, and then the other. Like mm-hmm. any book in my room. Okay. So what are the treasure dragon girls' little um, companions? Oh, do you remember, Hill, what they are? 
Oh, let me see. What have we got? So maize is goodness. Yeah, I've drawn a blank too on what they are. We'll have to get back to you on that one. Oh, my goodness, but we've only just written them. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll pretend it's a mysterious exactly. surprise. mysterious surprise. <laughs> What about, isn't there one named Quinn or something? Yes, but they're the girls. So the girls are Aisha, Quinn, mm-hmm. and May. And oh, she's got Husky Pup. Do you That's right, that? Husky Pup. Quinn's yeah. got Husky Pup, who's amazing. She's a sort of a bit like a beautiful mm-hmm. husky with the really mm-hmm. bright eyes. And she's also he's also got a little sister who's called Plushy Pup, who's even smaller and cuter and oh, more feisty. Yeah. So we had a yeah. lot of fun naming them. Well, no, they just run into the youngest no. the younger sister of the the companion, and they yeah she helps them out for a little while, but she's not the main companion. She's too small, too young. Yeah. Gosh, she's brave. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> I forgot. Well, Sibby, you were asking about advice for inspiring oh, yes. writers. Yeah. And it's it's interesting because we're quite unusual because we're writing together, which, you know, obviously a lot of people don't do. And one of the things that we love about that is that it counters the sort of solitary feeling that you can have. You know, it can be quite therapeutic to do work on your own, of course, particularly when you've got kids at home just to sort of dive into something. But it can also be quite isolating and you can really lose perspective on whether what you've done is genius or dross. And so one of the things that I certainly love about working with Meredith is that there's always someone else that you can bounce ideas off and get feedback from. And if you're stuck, they might come at it from another angle. And it's a really, really, it's sort of, rather than it being half, it's sort of Mm. double for me. I think like it's twice Mm. as much fun and twice as creative. And so we really love it. But obviously not everybody's going to want to co-write. But one of the things, Zibi, I know you're working on your (laughs) memoir now. And obviously you're not going to want to. And I don't have time to do that, as you can see. Well, you're busy talking (laughs) to us. (laughs) going really great (laughs) right now but one of the things I guess that you could do because obviously you don't want to co-write because that turns it into (laughs) a biography rather than a memoir but you might want to find a, a colleague or a friend who's also working on something and you might share chapters because we find knowing, you know, you really never want to disappoint someone else. You're kind of comfortable disappointing Mm. yourself, but to disappoint someone else is really bad. So I always think to myself, I've got to get this done because I've got to get that to Meredith. She's done all this work and I don't want to let her down. (laughs) Yeah, because you're such a mean, mean person. But to have someone to to know that you need to send that thousand words to or send that chapter to, we find a really wonderful discipline. So people might like to think about teaming Mm. up with someone so that it's not quite so lonely and you've got someone else to be accountable to rather than just yourself. I love that. That's good advice. Yes, go ahead. Can the husky, or I think it, wasn't mm-hmm. it called husky? Husky, yeah. husky pup, well done. Husky pup. Can he float? He can, can fly, fly. yeah. Was Almost it? all of the companions can fly. There's a couple, yeah, like Willa's companion who can swim, but I think most, oh, actually, there's another one who yeah. rides on the back. Fly, right? Rides on the yeah. shoulder, yeah. Does he have wings? Yeah, yeah he does. Wings, exactly, yeah. I think for kids, the, the tip for kids who want to write as well, yeah, the kids who want to write, like we're talking about what if adults want to write, but for kids who want to write, I think, like I often think about those like books that you used to write when you were a kid where you'd staple them up the side and you'd put your name and all of that sort of stuff. I think that really does help. Even just doing that is a useful practice, you know. It's self-publishing, you know. So I think that that sort of I've still got all those books that I created as a little kid, so it's all worth it. All writing is good practice, so I think just getting into the habit of doing it is the main thing. 
Awesome. All right. Any last questions, guys? We're going to say goodbye. <laughs> Will dragon girls ever get married? They've got, wow. got a lot of things to get through before they can they possibly have the headspace <laughs> to think about that. But I don't think they're against it, you know. I think they'd be up for it for sure. Why not? <laughs> and they've got a perfect location for a wedding as well. The Magic Forest would be they very do. Nice. It would be quite yeah. scenic. Uh-oh. Guys? <laughs> okay. All right. On that note. <laughs> Thank you, Zibby. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you, for this <laughs> traditional podcast, but they were so excited I was talking to you. So uh, We're really glad that they enjoyed it. It's wonderful. They're the first kids that I've seen have read it, so it's really other than that. I know. Yeah. It's quite thrilling. Yeah. Quite so it's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank what do you guys say? Bye. Can you say goodbye and thank Bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to part of my June book blast. I hope you enjoy it. Come back tomorrow for more. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.